0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 3512, alright we are one week away from the third season debut of the Bad Batch and as we ramp up for that we're going to refresh ourselves on the things we need to know about what's come before we'll start with season one today and a quick seven takeaway breakdown version of that punch it Hey Rebel Razer, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So with the Mad Batch about to debut it is one week away seems crazy like the time is just flying this year I thought to get ourselves prepared for it it would be fun to revisit what has come before so today we're going to be talking about season one and we're going to do it in our seven takeaway breakdown style that we do for breaking down episodes shows and whatnot we're going to focus on the seven main points you need to remember from season one that will be useful to you to catch you up when season three debuts next week So our first thing, let's start with the inciting incident of the show, which is the implementation of Order 66. And we had some fun times on the Planet Caller where Caleb Doom was trying to escape from all the clones that had turned, and everybody in the Bad Batch seemed unaffected by it and confused, with the exception of Crosshair. So while Crosshair is trying to hunt down this kid, Hunter's trying to say, hey, you know, maybe wait, hold up. And hey, Caleb, like, hold up. And wittingly, basically, wittingly, unwittingly helps Caleb escape, which doesn't sit very well with crosshair at all. For our second thing, when the Bad Batch gets back to Kamino, they find out that the transition from the Republic to the Empire has happened, and pretty darn quickly, like all the clones that are there are now in Stormtrooper armor. It's looking pretty strange, and they meet this young girl, Omega, who works with their chief medical officer. They're like, oh yeah, you seem kind of you know interesting and cool, but she also idolizes the Bad Batch too, so it's you know worth paying attention to, relationship-wise, obviously. And what ends up happening when they get back is Tarkin says, all right, well, let's see how these clones do, and sends them on a mission to Onderon to kill Saw Guerrera. And instead, they decide that, you know, Saw's people aren't a danger and that, you know, they just want to live free of the Empire. So Hunter says, yeah, you know, there's no problem here. Of course, Crosshair doesn't like that. When they get back to Kamino... Everybody except Crosshair is arrested for treason and it takes Omega to help them break out of prison and ultimately they flee Camino and escape while Crosshair has his loyalty inhibitor chip stimulated so that it will make him even more intensely committed to the Empire. For a third thing to remember, it takes the Bad Batch a few episodes to you know, bop around the galaxy and ultimately find a place where they can hunker down and get some help. That is on Ord Mantell, and that is where they meet Sid the Trandoshan who sends them on various jobs and keeps getting them deeper and deeper in debt, so that way they keep having to do jobs for her so that they can pay off part of their debt, part of their debt, until, you know, at one point Omega wins a bunch of money for Sid and is able to pay off the Bad Batch's debt entirely. For a fourth thing to remember, Omega is wanted by the Kaminoans, but by different Kaminoans for different purposes basically. Nala Say, who's that chief medical officer that Omega worked with, seems to want to protect Omega, whereas Lama Su, the former prime minister of Kamino, or maybe is still until they decide they've had enough of him, basically wants to get Omega back for the Empire and then extract genetic material from her and then just dispose of her. That's actually sort of the impetus for how the Bad Batch ends up on Ord Mantell because Cid is a person who might have some information about this. But... Omega ends up getting kidnapped by Cad Bane, who's been hired to retrieve her. And Nala Se, fearing for Omega's safety, hires Phoenix Shand to go retrieve her and make her safe. Meanwhile, Omega is able to escape briefly from her captivity and signal the Bad Batch who then come to her rescue as well. And it's during these events that the Bad Batch learn that Omega is, like Jango Fett, an unaltered clone and therefore the only remaining source of fresh genetic material that can be used for cloning based on what the Owens had been doing for all those years. For a fifth thing, those inhibitor chips that didn't work when Order 66 went down, well, they're still in there, and once Captain Rex, who happens to hook up with them through other situations that happen the season, finds out that those inhibitor chips are still in place, he's like, oh, we gotta get those out of there, and takes them to Bracca, which is, of course, the you know shipyard, junkyard planet that we see in Jedi Fallen Order, to get the inhibitor chips out of them, not quick enough because Wrecker's chip starts to get a little wonky. It has been for the previous couple of episodes. And so, yeah, that causes drama and whatnot. And ultimately, yes, they are able to remove all the inhibitor chips from the members of the Bad Batch, so they are inhibitor chip free. First, sixth thing to remember: Crosshair is by this time completely on board with the Empire's plans and is perfectly happy being a clone working for the Empire. So he ultimately is able to convince the powers that be, particularly this Vice Admiral Rampart, who's one of our big bads from season one, that. The Bad Batch is out there and is a danger, and they need to try to track them down. They end up getting a situation where Hunter is captured and brought back to Topoka City on Camino, and Crosshair sets a trap for the Bad Batch by you know signaling, allowing the members of the Bad Batch to become aware of where Hunter is, knowing that they're gonna come for him. And that leads us to our seventh and final takeaway because the Bad Batch do indeed go in to retrieve Hunter and they try to convince Crosshair to go with them even as Crosshair is left abandoned on Topeka City and the Empire begins an orbital bombardment of the city and of other cities on the planet to just destroy all the Kaminoan cloning facilities. Crosshair says, nope, yeah, I'm still with the Empire. They're still my peeps. And so they ultimately go their separate ways. So that's the quick seven-point refresher I've got for you about Season 1 of The Bad Batch to help you get ready for Season three's debut on Wednesday next week. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy it, I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your favorite app. I hope you'll consider sharing it with other Star Wars fans, and friends that you know that you might consider subscribing or joining or following, whatever the app calls it. And to help support the podcast, the one last thing I'll ask is that you consider even just a dollar a month at patreon.com slash SW7X7. Again, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash SW7X7 to help support this podcast as it approaches its 10th anniversary. And it just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for this episode as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be.